Welcome to the Embody Your Design podcast. I am your host, Amy May, 6'3 Emotional Manifesting Generator. I am obsessed with human design and mindset tools and using them to create a life beyond my wildest dreams. My goal with this podcast is to bring you human design and share stories around how you too can begin to embody your human design. What is talked about in this podcast are the thoughts and opinions of me and my guests. I'm always welcome to feedback should you have any. Thank you for being here and let's dive in as we embody our human design one conversation at a time. guys I am so excited to have Eos here with me she is a generator and a soul for website designer which is like ooh, so juicy like we don't even think about that and I'm excited to have this conversation like she's been um, in her human design experiment for about seven years now and I always love having people who have been uh, working or have known about their human design for a while just to see how the embodiment practice has like come through. So uh, Eos, do you want to introduce yourself for uh, the listeners here today and tell everyone a little bit about yourself? Yes, thank you. Also grateful to have, to be here with you and to have this conversation and to dive in. I'm Eos and I'm living in Spain with my husband and two daughters and three dogs. We are living in a really small island called Menorca. And I work together with my husband. He is really the technical part of our business. He does all the technical things, development. He's a WordPress developer. And I'm really the creative brain <laughs> of the business. And I'm really for the soulful part, for creativity, for design, and this kind of part. And like you mentioned, I'm, I'm seven years, or seven years ago, I got my first reading. Um, and it was from a client then. She just learned human design and became a human design expert. And she looked for people who were willing to get a reading. And I was like, of course, let me try that out. And I feel um, in the beginning, it was really like, I'm a generator. I don't like that. <laughs> I would love to be something like more special. <laughs> or even the waiting um, to respond felt quite hard in the beginning especially yeah and so um like your initial reaction was like okay I'm a generator cool um oh like how do you feel about human design now after like living within your design for um, seven years Yes, especially, I mean, the, the most common thing for generators is always the waiting to respond. And I can feel now looking back, and I'm also a line tree, and line trees always want to experiment, and mm -hmm. they need to feel the things, right? So I was in the beginning quite stubborn. I'm like, no, I can do things without waiting to respond. Of course, I can bring that through. And then I learned that, no, the things that I just tried to, to go through without there is like a request from the outside. Mm -hmm. They don't work. They don't flow as much. It's like really hard and I don't have really the energy for it. So I learned the responding part quite well. And I feel like even with the, the emotional part, I'm an emotional generator. I sometimes have to wait um, until the, really the answer gets clear. 
Yeah, and so, you know, one of the biggest questions that I get is around like working with that emotional wave and that emotional authority. And how is it that you um, like work with your emotions when it comes to making decisions? Mm -hmm. I think the key thing is really allowing myself time and leaning into both parts, like leaning into the no and what does it mean and how does it feel and leaning into the yes. Um, and I feel every decision really has kind of these waves and it goes up and down and there's the no and there's the yes. And it goes, and until then it becomes clear. And I, I feel that really well because I have um, one daughter, she's an emotional projector. And then I have my husband who is a, a projector, but I think sacral, is it possible? I think so, yes. Not and not for no. for the projector, not, not no, it, it may be maybe spleen, spleen, yes. like spleen. spleen. Yeah. spleen. Yes. Yeah. So he's a spleen projector. And then my younger daughter is a generator. And the she's a sacral generator. And my younger daughter, she has the answers just clear there. And I and my other daughter, we are always on this wave, like, oh, you're not sure. Is it that? Is it this? So I could I could learn even like with seeing others, like my family, mm -hmm. how they respond. And as soon as I put on pressure, or even my daughter, if we put on pressure, it becomes really difficult for the emotional part. The more I allow the wave, the, the faster the decision comes through, actually. Yeah, like just so just like leaning back and giving yourself space totally. to like not not make a decision, uh, to not make a decision right away. And uh, yeah, that's been something I've been playing around with and uh, even like asking for that time. Like if somebody is pressuring me to make a decision, like I say, hey, can I sleep on it? Yes. <laughs> yeah. And it's also like, it's really tightly connected with people pleasing and with boundaries in a way. So, and we want to, to please in a way. So we just want to have the answer ready, but we sometimes just don't, or mostly just don't if we are emotional. Yes, exactly. And you know, it, like so often, like when other people are involved in decisions, like you, like you mentioned the people pleasing part, it's like, we don't want to disappoint people, but we also need a little bit more time and just to, uh, just to really feel out those waves. Um, and so, yeah, like really giving yourself permission to like take that time um, yes. to feel that out. And then um, I'm, I'm single. So I always, whenever I have people on who have like families and like kids with them, and especially all different designs, I always love to ask, like, how do you, how do you work and like balance with um, mm -hmm. like knowing uh, the different energy types, like within your family, especially since like two of you, it sounds like are emotional and need that extra time, but the yes. other two, they can make decisions like right away. Yeah. <laughs> How do you guys work together with those, with, uh, with those uh, conflicting energies? Mm -hmm. That's a beautiful question. I think our youngest daughter is just the leader. Yeah. <laughs> she's, she's actually, and it's quite interesting that the designer, she's actually um, a generator, but she has just her, her ego center and the sacral center defined. Okay. And all other parts are open. So 
she has some project or energy through that that mm -hmm. a lot of openness and my other daughter she's a projector but she has like lots and lots of center fields she has the same amount of centers filled like me who is a, a generator so mm -hmm. she has like her chart full but just her sacral not yeah and um, that's so interesting and uh that comes to the conversation around like the types and so many people mm -hmm. like there's this general consensus that like oh projectors don't have energy but generators do but it really is about how many centers you have yes. to find yeah like and that makes like a really big difference that, and you've noticed that like within your family and like everybody's charts like correct? yes yes totally I think my husband me and my older daughter we have a similar amount of of um, of defined centers and our youngest daughter she is a generator but has only the two centers so actually the other two is my older daughter and my husband are projectors but they have a lot of energy they have more energy than our youngest daughter so it's quite interesting to to see that yes oh that's that's so fun <laughs> and, and so like based on like some of the things we've been talking about it sounds like you do use a little bit of human design in like your parenting and how you relate to your family um is this something where uh, I know we talked ahead of time and you said like, oh, I have never like actually like fully studied human design or anything, but like <laughs> you're familiar with it. But uh, like, do you use like human design to like guide and like how you uh, how you raise your kids? In a way, yes, but like in a quite open way, because I think it's just like one more system. And I'm, it's beautiful if someone like goes into that. It's not my part that I would teach or something in that way. But I also know that my younger daughter is a Virgo. Yeah. <laughs> and Ascendant Libra. And my older daughter is a Capricorn and has Ascendant Libra too. So I, I also know this kind of aspect. So I think, yes, they play into it, but more as a whole and not just only like human design I feel it's really important with all this system that it 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 keeps open that we don't like limit ourselves yeah it's really something that like juices us up that we know ourselves better and at the end it feels to me human design is really a system to get to know ourselves and how we function in mm -hmm. different situations in different ways um, and therefore we get that reflection back just as an image as, ah, okay, this is how your energy is laid out and this is how your energy is mechanically working. Mm -hmm. Exactly, like it's it's so fascinating, but to be so attached to like one system or one way of thinking yes. can really limit us. And so you're like, yeah, of course, like you're gonna, when you recognize like, hey, my, my kid makes decisions similar to me based on emotions, I'm gonna give her, the space to be able to do that yes yes in that and, way. Mm -hmm. you know with uh with the other you know, with the husband and like the other the other kid like just giving them the space to even though it's not like giving them the freedom to make decisions quickly because they can't totally totally and totally dance balancing all of that out like i think oh i love i love that so much and 
And I love like how you brought up, like you don't need to be like teaching human design in order to use it. Like you can use what you've learned. And, you know, we like, we talked about like you're a one, three, um, one, three generator. And so that one line, it's all about like that research, that foundation and that investigating. And you can like, you're using that in your own life to, you know, help other people and like just using just using your knowledge there which is is really amazing do you use uh have you used like human design within um how you run like your business Mm -hmm. probably like i have my design questionnaire and in the design questionnaire you ask for their birthday and the birth time if they are like willing to share it but I don't have like a setup probably I use it similar like in my family so and I don't have like that I show them your projector and therefore we will do your website like this it's more for me to get an overall view of who are they what's their energy and what could work for them probably with the with someone with more open centers projector we would go more towards like scaling and having maybe even like passive income and this kind of things and with a generator we would go more towards where they create especially in the beginning even before starting the website creating the the, the response so how go out there and try it out and (laughs) yeah so a little bit but it also really depends um depending on the client there are some clients where i feel it really strongly especially if they are in their in their experiment from themselves Mm -hmm. and they come up with it themselves and with other clients, I just have a look at it and I'm like, okay, it's fine. <laughs> oh, awesome. So like you do what, like, you know, when you're working with a client, they fill out a questionnaire, you do get their birth information and you're looking at their human design and it's really um, like a partnership almost where you're gonna like, you use what you know about human design to guide them. But if they're, Uh, like if they want something else or if they have like a particular vision you know you you listen to that which is great (laughs) yeah intuition first always yes Yes, I love that I love that and you know a lot of the times like people you know when they come to me and they want to learn human design they think like they need to be a human design like reader Mm -hmm. or like do human design readings in order to use it but Uh, really this is just and what I like to share is like this is just a tool like I I feel like everybody should be or could be using human design even in um like like corporate you know corporate jobs or like it like anywhere because it's really about like learning how other people function how people are a little bit different from you and can really um you know, like tailor how you communicate with people, which I think is really beautiful. Um, And do you do certain things because of what you've learned, like in your design, like as a generator, like, is there a particular way, um, not even just your type, but within like anything you've learned in your human design, like, have you used it and how you show up in your business, like how you maybe like run or market or anything like that? Mm-hmm. like as a system like this not but I think what it really gave me is permission mm-hmm. the permission to be more of who I am 
and permission to be interested in one thing and really go deeper. In my marketing, it probably would show up with like the tree and having the experience and just trying out all the things and not like judging myself if I'm not that consistent. Like some people say you have to be in your marketing and every week this and but that I allow myself to try out a blog and then it doesn't feel right anymore for my emotional kind of wave. Mm -hmm. Then I try out something else and I find my way through that in a way. And obviously it's also a balance with and sometimes consistency is, is just needed for business. Oh, for sure. And uh, yeah, but I, yes, but I don't try. I try to not put myself in a box that is not mine. And I think there is my child and studying human design, having a look at that in my lines and really gave me permission for that. Yeah. And so like, you know, you got to know yourself like within your design on such a deep level that you've given yourself permission to show up in a way that feels really good to you, which is, I mean, I say this for everybody, like show up in a way that's really good for you, but especially for uh, anybody who's a generator type with that like sacral and being in that like satisfaction signature is like so incredibly important. Like it's, it's our highest frequency to be in um, to be in that like satisfaction yes we have that kind of positive response if we ask ourselves and I think that you can see that or I see that even in my marketing in that way it's also the other way around so if I start sharing things because I think I have to share this I have to follow through with this lounge because I planned it mm-hmm. I have to do that then I post without that yes response mm-hmm. And then it doesn't get like the energy back. Like there's like just a tiny bit of likes on my Instagram post, for example, when normally I have three times more. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really feel how the energy works there. And I think that's really the experiment. Exactly. And I think like there's the, or I've noticed that, you know, people, um they get they get a little like scared or there's some fear around like pulling out of something that they said that they would do but they it no longer feels aligned and um something really um something that I've really enjoyed watching like from other coaches is when they're really honest and just say you know what I started to do this this doesn't feel good anymore so I'm putting a pause or I'm switching it up, or I'm stopping it. And like, I, I personally feel like incredibly connected to them when, when they do that. And because I was like, oh, that takes some guts, like just to. Yeah, it shows integrity, it shows yeah. authenticity, and that's what we want in the end more than consist- consistency. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you know, if it, if it happens often, then like, uh, maybe there's something going on there, but at the same time, like it's, you would, uh, like, I personally would rather have somebody who feels really good and is going to show up and uh, be in integrity with what they're going to sell versus like selling something just because they said they were going to sell it, you know? Totally. Yeah. And it's the energy. I mean, we, we feel these things that you can see in the jar, like the lines and mm-hmm. the mechanics of it. 
we feel that intuitively in our energy field which is like words to describe it like with the cognitive way of, of thinking yeah and I've noticed for me I was um I like felt called to share this last night and I never did like on a live and life happened and it's meant to come out now but like for me like I have felt really in my satisfaction signature, like doing these podcast interviews mm-hmm. and writing emails to my clients, like social media, like Facebook, Instagram. It's like, eh, I feel, I just, it just does not feel really good to me. Like mm-hmm. in fleeting moments, it like, feel, I feel inspired to post, but there's something about like being consistent on there. Like it's just, um, I realize it's because of the lack of like freedom. Like you can't say certain mm. things on Facebook. Yeah, you know, like yes, yes. Yeah. And even when we were talking, I was like, yeah, yeah, you can say whatever on this podcast. It's free. Like it's, yes. I really value like that freedom, that freedom to talk, the freedom to share, like freedom of information. It's the librarian in me. Like, I'm just like, yeah, like let's put all this out here. And so that's where like, I will be showing up consistently on my podcast like each and every week there is like content I'm excited it feels good it feels uh, very much in flow and integrity and Mm -hmm. that's where I've been seeing and experiencing the growth is within like my podcast and within my email list because it feels really good to me. Yes. And and sometimes there is really also like knowing, okay, social media doesn't feel good to me, maybe Instagram or Facebook or something. What would need to shift and in which way? And in which way do we have the control to shift that? Maybe um, freedom of speech there. Okay, there are some lines, but what else could we like change about it that it feels exciting again? Yeah. And part of that, like I took a break. I'm going to be like honest, like, um, like I, you know, I, I probably took, I probably took like a four or five month break from like showing up consistently. And now I'm feeling like, okay, I'm ready again. And in the meantime, like, you know, I would like just share podcast <laughs> like okay my podcast excites me I'm gonna just do like an audiogram and share that or like share my podcast links or whatever like it like I play around so that it like can that I can't like people are like oh she does exist she does exist okay um but yes. and I think there you change your intention for all social yeah. media it's just visibility yeah and then maybe the freedom is not anymore the, the important part because then the freedom you have in your podcast mm-hmm. and then the visibility, there is my podcast, it exists. And so it, it, Instagram or Facebook become another kind of way of what their, their intention is. Their intention is creating visibility for you. Exactly, yes. And, it, and you know, I'm, I'm a 6'3 uh, profile. And so like that three line experiment is like, I got to try and do this and like be in flow. Like there's a lot of, there's a lot of elements within my chart that is really about just being present, being yes. in that present moment. Um, like that 3420 channel that's um, in my conscious sun, earth, 
I like, I can't remember. It's within my incarnation cross and, uh, and my motivation is innocence, which I learned is just really about being in that present moment and not having an agenda, just like doing what I love to do. And so that's, that's really what I do. And, and it's been, and it's been working for me. Like it's, it's a slow and steady, like build up, but it it's working and I get to amplify that. And, um, and it just, it makes me happy and I love it. And <laughs> we're having this conversation and I love it. Um, so there's that. Yeah. Um, with, when it comes to like, we, we, we talked about like marketing and stuff and um, I know you do some, like your, you have your business with your husband with like the website design, like what, do you have any, do you have any like advice or insight when it comes to um, like building your website and really being like, like you're the expert of like the soul part, like how do you put your soul into your website? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a big part of the brand yeah. and I think the, the better you yourself know yourself, like the, the better you know um, who you are, the better you can reflect that. So like the first thing to create a, a business that is all aligned is really knowing yourself and creating that knowledge. And then it is the, the second part would be really defining, like I call it the soul circles. And here we come to my book. I have written a book, The Soul of Business. And I see I have related the chakra energies of our body to seven circles that also reflect in our business, which would be like who we are, like our core values and how we serve, what we do, what our ideal clients are, our expression and how we speak and how we share our visual expression and also um, rituals and kind of like how do we connect with the divine and with everything there is and how do we show up and how are we in devotion and if you the more you you see that your website basically should just be an energetic container that holds that energy for you so you can lean back even if you're not online and people can come to your website and they can check out your energy they can feel your energy more than just reading it mm, okay and- yeah and so like with some of the elements like on the website it's it's not just the words but it's also like the feel and like the look of it so you use so I'm I'm just guessing here but do you use things like like colors and like like obviously like like graphics as in like um why can't I even think of logos and like you know little like designs and stuff and so uh is that like part of uh the work that like you and your husband do Yes, that's part of the branding, part of the, 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 the whole creation, yes. Like, for example, how I start working on a website is really like with a questionnaire mm-hmm. um, for the client itself and also for me. And there are questions like, for example, the birth date, like I just mentioned before, but then there is a question, if your business would be an animal, what kind of animal would it be? <laughs> I love that. <laughs> or if your business would be a recipe what kind of recipe would it be Ooh. I don't know how I would answer that <laughs> I 
love that. Oh my gosh. And so it's so you take those answers and you work with the client to create like this, essentially like the soul of their business on the website. Yes, yes. Um, like really the energy imprint to bring yeah. that in and that what they want to create. We, we also not we don't work really with the person they are right now. <laughs> we basically also feel like what's your ideal day? What's your ideal version of yourself? And how can we already create that version of you for the website? And how can we stretch you that you like just grow into that in a beautiful way? So it's kind of, yes, your energy, but also your energy of a future imprint a little bit like manifesting. I love that, like kind of working with like the higher self a little bit um, and like, or your future self, like people call it different things, but like that yes. next, that next like level of you. Oh, that's like, that's really beautiful because that's something that, you know, I, uh, I'm a manifesting generator and sometimes like, it's like, and I uh, also have some manifester clients, like they move quickly. quickly it's yeah. like they, it's like they'll, um, one of my clients was working with a designer and uh, it's like they came to a decision, but the designer was taking too long to actually put the design out there that like the person like evolved again. And again, so I love that idea of like working with the, like the next level version or like who they want to expand. Yes. And there are something comes to mind, like, for example, with a manifester, you would really create a framework of what stays stable in their life. Yeah. So then they can change in that framework. They can put out another offer here and another offer there. And what changes only like maybe the symbols of this or that. And we just want to get to that baseline vibe of them so they can like really express and play in that kind of structure. I always call the website like your masculine structure that helps you and your work is more like your feminine flow that really creates as a coach. It depends a little bit on your work, but a service-based business owner, we want to be more in that flow and in the trusting and in, in that part and the website holds us. It has the payment systems. It has the kind of processes. And, and it's more about creating that structure for a manifesto mm-hmm. to put them in a box. Yeah. And uh, and I've noticed, like, I noticed that. And, like, obviously, like, I'm a three line. I've learned lessons. But, like, I had somebody do, um, in like fall of 2020 I had someone make like a logo for me and do some branding and I didn't get it where I could like edit it because I've changed my title like um I mean my brand is my name but I've changed my title probably about like five or six times at least since then and I can't like change the little like title underneath I was like ah I would like probably yeah probably probably if you have it for your website or something you can just cut it off that's what I did yeah yeah so (laughs) um like the low the logo like the um I did change the font a little bit like certain things like I changed but certain things like I kept like the same like the logo without the words like yeah it works I love it it's like perfect and the colors I love like it's perfect but 
Um, it's just like that one little thing. I was like, oh, I wish I would have gotten that editable. <laughs> um, and not that I had, I don't have the software to be able to do that because I, I'm not a graphics person. I use Canva, but, and you I can, think they use you something. Can still like put, yes, yes. You would do with a vector program, like a logo, but you yeah. could still put your logo in, in Canva. And yeah. then you put a tagline under that, and then you can change it as much time as you want. And you have kind of a template for your logo. Yeah, yeah. I've been playing around with 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 that kind of a thing, and I've done like some some editing with it. But it's just like I just changed my title too much. Um, I, I think <laughs> I think this current one is gonna stick for a while. I'm like, okay, I think I got it. Now. I think I got it right. I experimented for for like a year and a half, and I think I'm good now. But who knows? Um, but uh, like, it's beautiful I, that you allow yourself that experiment and you allow yourself the change. Yes, exactly. Like I, you know, I give myself permission to be who I am and, uh, and like the, I call myself like the human design librarian now because for so long I denied that I really love like my job working as a librarian. And now I've just like fused my two identities together mm -hmm. and it and it feels like really good and it feels it feels like a part of who I am whereas like mm -hmm. for so long I was just denying certain parts because like it's not normal for somebody who's an online business owner to want <laughs> their day job usually it's for people who are wanting to escape but it's like no I really actually love what mm -hmm. I do uh, and it's I'm not big on astrology. I mean, I know a little bit. I'm just no expert in it, but it's something in my astrology chart that like my, with money and like, um, I'm meant to be in public service. So I was like, hey, mm -hmm. this is perfect. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I love it. I love everything. So what so what what would you say like since learning your human design and really getting to know yourself on that like soul level what has been one of the biggest changes that you noticed in your life mm -hmm. they're probably subtle but i think more permission and maybe i already mentioned it but more permission to be myself um also I think, and we come here back to the, to the family, more permission and, and seeing and more thing, okay, um, every one of us has its own kind of energy and we are working different. Um, one part for myself that comes for that is that I'm a lot of times, I can just work and 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 day and night and, <laughs> mm -hmm. and I love it. And my family is not like that. Nobody else in my family. And I'm just really fast also. I, I have an idea and I can just work through it quite fast, even though I'm not a manifestor, but I can just um, pull it through. And I think that's my, um, the center. Is it emotional? Center? No, it's not. It's the, the heart center. Yeah. I, I can just, and I'm the only one in our family who has that kind of heart center who can just show up consistently. Um, I don't have the problem to finish a project. Um, I have that energy to, to go through. And a lot of times I judged myself. I'm like, oh no, I can't just like do a book 
in a weekend, that's not okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but when I have the energy and when there is the question and when I respond to that, I can do that. And I didn't allow myself that in the beginning. So I think through the human design, I started to allow this to myself. And it's okay to pull through a project like this. I don't have to pace myself and wait, but I can just go through and finish it up. Even if everyone else needs a month or two or a year, mm -hmm. and I do that same thing in, in a weekend or in a day, it's still worthy. It's not worthless. Oh, I love that. And it's it's so interesting because like you know everybody's design is different and it's not necessarily it's not necessarily the type it's your it's like the center's energy and it could even be like what maybe what transits are around and like maybe something was activating something else within your chart for a couple of days and you're like yeah I got the energy let's do this um this feels really aligned like let's go for it and that's that's really beautiful like and so often like one of my human design coaches said this and I was like oh my gosh this is so powerful um don't let like don't let your don't hold yourself back from mm. doing things or being who you are or anything like that like I think she said like let other people like hold you back or like say let other people say no to you like but I think it was more I gotta clarify this because some people could take this the wrong way but it was more um if it's affecting other people let other people say no you know yeah. like so often um I'm I, like I said, I'm single, I've been starting to date. And so it's like, I've been giving myself permission to ask for what I want from guys and allow them mm. to tell me no, instead of not asking for certain things to begin with, and because I was holding myself back. Um, just to use that, like as an example, or even like within like business, like allow, like put yourself out there and like share things and then allow other people to say no or you can't do that this this is the rule or whatever which you know can be a whole other can of worms but at least like putting yourself out there and giving yourself that permission to be big mm -hmm. and to like work and do things which is so yeah. and I see a lot of line tree energy there probably yeah. right <laughs> Yeah. Yes. And the, the six is a little bit like a tree until a certain age, right? Yeah. Like the six, yeah, the six line operates like a three for the first 30 years, which I'm past that. But uh, again, like even in this part of my life now, I still have that three line energy. So I'm going to be doing more of that. It's going to feel more like a three line still. Um, sometimes my entire life because I've got that three line and it's it's so fun and I love it but everything is a lesson and these are the lessons that I bring to my clients like I definitely I share um I share and I guide through like stories and through my experiences and asking questions and um and I love it it's just it's just like you learn and you bring uh so I know you mentioned like you had a human design reading like seven years ago, like um, what other, 
human design like how did you like learn more about like human design like did you read books did you take courses uh like how did you learn about human design mm -hmm. i i was in a membership for about a year which okay. was kind of like one monthly meeting where we just analyze different things that was about maybe three or four years ago okay i have probably about 20 books <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah. I, love it. I, I love books so i'm yeah. with you on that and probably also here like line one and um, line three you can never have too many books and then i also like what i quite love um is the genie keys yeah i don't know if you work with them if you and i i was and like there are the three sequences i went to the first the second and i'm starting with the third one right now oh are you in that um the prosperity oh. tree thing or did you just take his course online i did it alone i did it take oh, okay i'm self-study got it yeah i um so in my human design certification the person went like did all three of the sequences and cheekies mm -hmm. but on his website i i have the first two sequences because with the mm -hmm. second one i did the um I think it was in like 2020 into 2021, they did like the second sequence as like a retreat, like a six month thing. I did that. Um, yes. And that one, that was great. It's an online course more on my own. Yes. Yeah. I, yes. So yeah. the GDK is actually, um, I quite resonate with the way of how they are told and how the, the stories are told. And I don't remember the number, but it's my my Gina key, like the, the the sun, I guess, is the taming of the small, and which is like small, consistent action steps, and it just resonates so much with who I am and how I work and how I show up. Uh, yes, I I love the Gene keys also. Um, I think I think I have an interview coming up where. I think we're gonna dive into it. Not and, and a couple of the people I've talked to, like they've been into like the jinkies also. Um, and of course, I wanted to ask like how you like studied like human, how you studied human design because I think like so many people think that they need to be certified in order to know and to mm. use it um, when you really don't. Like you can get, uh, you can get the knowledge from books. You can get the knowledge from being a part of like a membership or anything like that. Um, and so I love like seeing how different people like learn and how they've experimented because there's no wrong way to do it. Um, which leads me to what I ask everybody, like towards the end of these interviews. Uh, and if somebody is like new to human design, like what do you uh, recommend like for like for going diving deeper and like maybe like a next step? Like how do I learn? How do I learn more about human design? Mm -hmm. Like where to start? Yeah. Hmm. Probably really just getting a reading. Mm -hmm. 
I think that's a really good start. And then probably the first thing that you start with is really with, are you like responding? Are you waiting for invitation? Are you waiting a cycle to, to conclude that? And just, I, I think just the more you experiment, but I'm a tree line. <laughs> yeah. It, it really, like for me, what came for me was really the experiment, the feeling it in, the, not just having it cognitively, but really applying it. Yes. And that's where, like, I'm not surprised you were in like a human design membership where people mm-hmm. uh, met, you know, once a month and stuff. Like I think having a, having a community um, yes. to be able to like talk and like, you know, either like meet up on Zoom or something and like talk. Uh, for people who have defined throats, which is a lot of us, um, or a fit like a, a safe space, like within like a Facebook group or like some other formal community, just to even your podcast is a perfect place to start. Yes, <laughs> yeah, everywhere. Like, I think it's really diverse, but like that's probably the first step of your experiment, or could be the first step. What speaks to you? Does it? Do you learn more through a podcast? Do you learn more through a membership where you apply? Do you learn more through reading? And do you learn more through a book? Yeah. So probably that could be the first step of the whole experiment. (laughs) Oh, yes. I love that. I love that. Like, how do you learn the best? Because we just, so much information out there is, uh, especially like like certain things within human design, they're not in the books, at least not the books that I've seen. Um, And like I was working with, and um, as of the recording of this episode, I did like officially get like the decision and the yes for me to like write a freaking human design book that's going to be different I'm so excited beautiful yes (laughs) celebrating you (laughs) yeah I um you know just uh, it it was it was a response like I I kind of thought about it and I was like "Eh, okay but then I had um I just I literally got two days ago I got a random dm like someone I don't even know you should write a human design book and I was like all right I'm done (laughs) <laughs> that's like that was like my third sign from someone outside of me it was like you should write a human design book because I realized like there's people who learn by reading yeah and there's so yes. much like audio content out there but there's some people who do better with reading um, yeah I feel that for me probably I I feel that I learn more with reading as I can go like in my um, own tempo I can stop I I have yeah. to stop and I have to go to to Google and to like look up what did it what does it mean and dive even deeper in parts. I have often two or three books, especially with human design. Yeah. There's like lines only and then there's this only. So there's like more books than one even in involved. <laughs> exactly. And just uh, like it's a part of um it's a part of information accessibility is and it's something that uh, like I've recognized. And so I'm switching how, how I put my content out there, um, and having it be more accessible for everybody, like for different learning styles. And, mm-hmm. uh, I'm, I'm super excited. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, let's like, I, 
digress with like a random announcement I wasn't planning on making, but that's, it's all good. It's all good. Um, but uh, the final question, like I want to, well, I want to thank you so much for being on here. And um, so for people who are interested in like, yeah, I want, I want a website that like reflects part of my like next level me and all that, like how can people get in touch to uh, work with you? Yes, like the best way is probably to my website. It's my name, eoskoch.com. And there is also a quiz like where you have like a first idea of your brand style, which would be eoskoch.com backslash quiz. Or even my book is a beautiful way to start if you want to get to know me better and or someone like read more um, who wants more foundation first. And it's called The Soul of Business with Eoskoch. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. And all the, all the links will be in the show notes for you guys, like website, um, Instagram. I will have a link to the book and all of the things for you guys. So um, you don't have to worry about writing anything down in case if you're driving, because let's be safe. Um, But I I just want to thank you so much for coming on here again. This has been an incredible interview. We we, like, we, I, I enjoyed the conversation immensely. Me too. Thank you so much, Amy. So grateful that I was here. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Want to dive even deeper? I invite you to get your human design abundance blueprint. In this blueprint, you will receive a personalized breakdown of your human design chart and how to use it to be your most abundant self. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. As a special thank you, you can send your screenshot of the review to theamymay at gmail.com and my team will send you a little gift. All the details are in the show notes. I invite you to tag me on Instagram at the underscore HD underscore librarian with your favorite part of this episode. Thanks again for listening and see you in the next episode.